Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 10 of Searching with Suntwe. Today we are having uh, Brito Maseko with us. Um, just give us a second. As you know the drill, we're going to quickly do our shares. If you could just do your shares, tag whoever you want to join you. Uh, bring in your mates, bring in your friends, share this with whoever you think might be interested. Um, we're going to do the same, so we're just busy going to do that quick if you just bear with us. Luckily, mine's come up directly on my phone very quickly, so that's that's helpful. Share, uh, share, 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 share. There we go. Keep it going. There we go. I'm done with my shares. And I'm just going to quickly get it up on my computer so we can see who's there. If you're there, drop a comment. Let us know where you're where you're watching from. Uh, say hi to the others, and uh, let's get this show on the road. So, as I said before, we're with Brito. Brito and I have known each other for a couple of years now. We originally got um, acquainted through Ace Air Ambulance, and um, yeah, let's welcome Brito. Drop some love, drop some likes, and say hi, Brito. Introduce yourself, my man. Oh, hi. Good. Good evening, everyone. Good evening, Zimbabwe, Victoria Falls. Right, um, thanks so much for this honor. Thank you so much, Paul, for this invitation. Um, it's, it's, it's so good to meet up with you on this platform, and I'm so excited. Um, uh, the pleasure is all mine, right? Great. So it's surprising that Brito is not my real name. Uh, Brito is, is like a trade name. My, my real name is Brian, but um, everyone is calling me Brito since childhood. So, well, where, where did Brito tried... come from? What's the basis of it? You know, it's just a friend that I used to work with. Uh, he, he came to me and said, uh, Brito Guerre. I'm told Brito, Brito Guerre is one of soccer players that played for Highlanders. So, he, that name then just stayed with me ever since i think it's more than um it's it should be it should, it should be more than 15 years now it should be more than 15 years now oh wow so my real name my real name is brian um that's my real name brian masego uh i was born on the 2nd of august um 1987 in the coal town of wange nice uh, 1986, you're alright, eh? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm so young, and I, 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 and, and I still feel very young as well. <laughs> Just hold on one second, please. Sorry about that logistical error. No worries. Yeah. Okay. So Wange, and uh, did you go to school in Wange, or did you? When did you move to Vic Falls? No, I. Um, so we moved to Vic Falls. I think it was 1991. Uh, I did my primary education right in in, in Victoria Falls uh, Chinotimba Primary School. Uh, my father was a policeman uh, back in the days. Um, but and uh, and then I, sorry, Paul, I'm, I I didn't get you. 
I said, and when when did you start your your journey with photography? Five years back. That's where I felt I can be a photographer. That's where I felt the love of handling a camera and uh, seeing different things when people model. So um, I would say five years, yeah. That's very interesting. We'll take a look at some of your photography a bit later, but uh, I just want to go a bit more through your through your history. So you started off um, as a dispatcher with Mars Ambulance, is that right? Yes, I was um, an ambulance dispatcher, you know, working in the call center. That's uh -huh. where this uh, paramedic stream also started from. So I, I joined Mars in 2007, soon after leaving my high school. And was that in Vic Falls or was that in Harare or where were you based? Uh, that was Victoria Falls back in the day. That was Victoria Falls, yeah. Oh, okay, cool. And um, I mean, is there much action in Vic Falls with that sort of thing? Not much, but um, the interesting thing were those uh, calls that were coming surrounding Vic Falls, places like Wange National Park, and of course the tourism, uh, uh, Vic Falls being a tourism uh, town, you would get calls from hotels and lodges. But generally, if I'm to compare it with Harare, where I've also worked, um, Vic Falls is quite a, a bit low when it comes to accidents and image of which I'm, I'm, I'm not saying we, we are on the low side of that, but I'm saying there's less traffic, there's, there's, there's less population, you wouldn't really say there's, there's much of at that. The yeah. time, at the same time, there'll be less uh, incidents, but more interesting ones. More in heavy ones. Uh, I'm, I'm, Paul, you've been with us in some of the calls, I'm sure. <laughs> You have seen how heavy the stuff is, yeah. Yeah, whereas in uh, Harare, you're getting uh, uh, traffic incidents and um, heart attacks. In Vic Falls, you're getting crocodiles biting people's arms off and uh, elephants. Elephants stripping on the people, all those funny things, yeah. Yeah, the crazy stuff. So when you were working as a dispatcher at Mars, was there uh, a, a program that you, you went on to become a paramedic, or how did you go further with it? So I was just employed because of the interest. Uh, the best manager by then was called Stanley Carter, whom I still respect even today. He's the guy who called me and said, look, uh, you seem to be interested in this thing, but I want you to start on the basic level, being a dispatcher. Uh, after about two years working, I, they then asked me if I'm very eager to do an introduction to paramedics course called ambulance technician. A lot of people call it AT80. So mm -hmm. that's where I trained. I think that was around uh, 2009. Yeah. Um, that's when I went for my training for an extensive one month. When I came back, yeah, that's where the this whole journey started from. But I was okay. trained in Harare. The course is actually mostly done in, in, in Harare. Yeah. Yeah, because that AT course was, uh, I was considering doing it as well. I was being encouraged to do it by James, and I would have done it with you guys, obviously, at ACE. It's but, a very uh, interesting thing. Yeah, it, it gives you an appreciation in the ambulance and uh, how to, I mean, the confidence of attending emergency calls. It's it's quite interesting. For you, I would also recommend it, Paul. You, I've seen you angling snacks, and um, I'm, I don't, we don't want you to be a candidate at the end of the day. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that would be a great course for you. Yeah. Okay, so you, you ended up uh, doing the AT and then you did EMT as well. Is that right? 
So yeah, so initially, you're a paramedic and trainer, isn't it? Yeah, so the, the basic thing is you first do ambulance technicians and then you practice for like two years working in an ambulance, attending all emergency calls, uh, you know, being an all-rounder, also actively participating in things like training, like what we used to do together, you remember back then. Uh, then if you are done, you then proceed to EMT. That's the uh, intermediate level of paramedics. Um, that gives you an access to go in depth. And it's a three month course also done in mostly in Arare. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's what I did after that. Okay, cool. Yeah, so our history, just for everybody watching, is um, I've done a lot of work with ACE where it was a lot of training drills and simulations, and I filmed a lot of stuff. Um, I can show you a couple of pictures here, actually, that are quite entertaining. You um, did much with yeah. So here's a picture where I was actually, um, we were doing high angle drills with the zip lining guys. And here's a picture where I'm actually the dummy inside the basket. Uh, this is Mark Smythe over here, if I'm not mistaken. And... Um, I remember that day everybody was complaining because I was a little bit overweight at that stage <laughs> and they were complaining, <laughs> trying to carry me up a steep slope by the edge of the gorge and uh, apparently I have the, the heaviest left leg because no one wanted to hold the side of my left leg and my excuse was that uh, obviously I hang to the left so that's why there was so much weight towards my left leg. Um, I remember. <laughs> I remember, I remember, I remember, I remember that. Uh. Good. Yeah, this was videos of this as well because I did a I did a lot of drone footage and a lot of uh, video work uh, to to record all of this, and there was some really cool stuff involved there. That was uh, we spent about three days. We did white water, we did high angle, and then we did um, a scenario uh, which was yeah, an elephant, attack. elephant camp. Yeah, at elephant camp, an elephant attack scenario. So, which was yes. your favorite part of that uh, of that three day experience? Um, the one, I think it was the first day where we did um, the high wire activities. I, I enjoyed, um, you know, using that um, mountain basket, uh, mm -hmm. the one where you were being a dummy. It was quite interesting. It was new to me. Uh, the other scenarios, I felt I'm, I'm, I'm related to them, but this was something interesting, you know, hooking up a patient and sliding them through the trees. Mm. I remember trying to encourage you to uh to get me to help you with a bit more of the mountaineering type high angle stuff remember because exactly. uh, uh you guys exactly. didn't how much equipment i had <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, 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 I, I, we're actually shocked i remember myself and mark i think we we're commenting about the the, the ropes that you're carrying or, and all those things that you would use to walk on all the we're like wow is this guy carrying all this stuff alone <laughs> which was quite interesting yeah, and actually, it all came to to um, to a head with Cyclone Die because I ended up in uh, Chimani Mani with James and Mark and uh, and Ace, doing a lot of stuff with them. And uh, well done, well done for that. Um, I saw you. I remember you were very active on that. Yeah, it was a it was an intense an intense time. That it was quite crazy. And uh, for those of you who did follow, you might have seen at one point because I'd been like burning the candle. <laughs> Ends. I had been waking up really early, spending my whole day doing stuff cold and wet, and then 
getting to bed so late at night, I, I got a chest infection. And just before <laughs> I transferred from, uh, from Chimani Mani to do the Mozambique side, I got a nice big antibiotic jab from Mark. Gave me a nice... Uh, <laughs> and uh, big I, I, saw, I saw the video. I, I remember seeing the video, uh, Mark holding your arm, and I said to Mark, why didn't you give him a gin and tonic right there? <laughs> and I was trying my best to look tough and not to be scared. But inside, I was shitting my pants. But um, Okay, man. <laughs> you know how it is. You, no no <laughs> needles. But... Uh, the way I get around it is to film it so that I have to act brave for the camera and then I'm then I'm good. I, you know, I'm quite sure Mark is watching, James is watching. The funny thing, myself and Mark, we are so afraid of those needles. You wouldn't see us getting jabbed like that. But it's good to jab people around. <laughs> so do you have any tips since you since you you, you I know I know James and Mark are very happy or like they they like some people are trigger happy with a gun. Those guys are jab happy. They love any opportunity <laughs> to stick a needle in someone. Because even the one night prior to going to um three monkeys for dinner, when we were rolling around right. in Pajero after this uh, thing, I can't remember what was wrong with me. I think I broke something or I hurt something. And the first thing that they'll prescribe for you was a jab, I'm sure. Yeah, they, they just wanted to take me to the back of the ambulance and give me a jab. They were, <laughs> but um, yeah, in a very good way, obviously. Do you have any tips for people that are afraid of needles since you're in the field and you know this, you, you deal with this a lot? You know, you just have to bring I mean, the worst person in your life. And the best thing, when they're putting the nick, you clap them as well. The energy gets transferred to that person. Yeah, but they, they say closing your eyes and, and holding a pillow, whatever. Uh, uh, I don't know. But, I, yeah. <laughs> right, let's have a look at uh, who we've got in the in the feed so far. Um, we've got Guguletu, we've got Nicola from UK, we've got Martin Steenkamp from Mount Pleasant and Harare, Nomalana says, hi, Brian. Uh, we've got Vusa, obviously, the man. <laughs> Vusa. <laughs> we've got uh, Tyler Wiggle, Shireen Ling Ibrahim, Tracy Moore from Canada. Uh, we've got Mo Day, well, that's not a real name, I don't think. But uh, it says interesting history, Brito. We've got Danielle Clyde Wiggins. We've got Ilsa Jordan from South Africa. Rudy Surfontaine from South Africa. He's a base jumper. Um, very interesting guy. Uh, Justine McGregor from Vic Falls. Wow, wow, that's Kim Stewart from Harare. Um, Henrietta Peel, she's in London at the moment. Uh, uh, Vusa says, what's up, guys? Um, Nicholas says, you know they do needleless injections now, eh? Serious thing. Well, put, drop another comment there, Nicola. I want to hear more about these uh, needleless injections. I'm not buying that. Those... <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. I can't see how a needleless injection could work. <laughs> uh... <laughs> <laughs> so on that uh, another thing I've got a good I've got another good picture here um, for the sensitive viewers please know this is not real 
This is completely fake. One of the cool things we yeah. did with was um, when we do the, the the drills and the scenarios, we try and make them as realistic as possible and try and yes. uh, create the scenario to a degree that it's as realistic as possible for the training to be as effective as possible. And when 100%. we did that, and what also happens is that we don't tell the paramedics and the crew what the scenario is going to be beforehand. Exactly. So there's no preparation. They get, we set up a scenario and call it right. in as an emergency and they have to react accordingly as part of the training. Yes. So, so where we did the whitewater training, we did the high angle training, which was a little bit more of training and less of a scenario. And then when we did the, 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 the third day, we did an elephant attack scenario where we right. were in the middle of the wilderness. We set up an, uh, a, an elephant attack and called it in as, as it was with elephants nearby because right. we wanted to make sure that uh, the, the, the crew approached the situation knowing full well that there's real elephants in the, in the vicinity. Yes, and have to take yeah. Yeah. Take yeah. So if you want to see a photo of our elephant attack victim, here he is uh, with me next to him. And as you can see, we put on full on full on makeup and uh, and made it look as uh, as realistic as possible. And this poor gentleman was so uh, patient. He lay there for a good three hours in the boiling heat, waiting yeah. to waiting for us to get everything sorted and uh, for the reaction to happen. Yeah. And, uh, just to prove to you all that he is actually okay. <laughs> um, I have another picture. <laughs> another picture somewhere. Oh, here it is. Uh, you can see this is when we we're doing his makeup and getting him prepared. So he's looking at uh, looking at his fresh wounds that we're applying and doing the stage makeup for for the for the situation. And I've got a great video of this as well that I uh, I'll put up at some stage if anybody's interested. So Nicola has uh, replied and said it's through high air pressure in a combined canister syringe. So it administers subcutaneous or transdermal depending on the area mainly used for local anesthesia and can actually inject to a depth of 0.4 centimeters and it's perfect for wimps. So there you go. That's for you and Mark Smythe. You can have airless, uh, an air injection instead of a needle injection. Uh, that's, that, that's, that's quite interesting, but um, she, she's very correct there. But then the challenge is we, sometimes we, we don't have time to do all those procedures. You know, our first thing is to quickly jab someone and, and get off the scene or help them to feel I mean, we'll cause the pain to ease the pain. That's that's our motto. For sure. <laughs> yeah, but um, that's quite interesting for sharing. Thanks, Nico. But I'm, I'm sure Mark is, is following through as well. Um, I mean, we learn every day. For sure. Yeah. So I want to chat to you about some of your photography. No worries. Let's let's get into it. And um, yeah, and uh, just to let you know that I've, I'm also inspired by the way you do your, your art and your photos um i don't know i mean the photoshop that you are using for, for, i've seen some quite crazy uh, stuff that i've said wow these are guys you, are here they're like the fantasy art stuff where it's composite pictures with uh like outer space type of stuff it's it's, it's quite interesting the, the way you combine the backgrounds and putting yourself in that whole picture you know you can't even tell that Things have been done behind the scenes. It's it's so real. It, it's 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 very amazing. I like that. 
Oh, well, thanks. I like to think that I'm more of a photoshopographer because I'm a bit of a crappy photographer. So I try and <laughs> I try and make myself look good after after their photo has been taken. <laughs> so whereas yours is your photography is actually good. And so you do, you, you just have to know that I'm, I'm, I'm so poor with Photoshop. So yes, I stick to those natural pictures. I wish I could learn what you guys do. <laughs> So I learned Photoshop out of necessity because I'm just such a crap photographer. Whereas, whereas you, you, you've actually got some talent here. So that's a, that makes a, a massive difference. So I'm going to start with my favorite picture that you've taken. Please. And I, from the day I first saw this picture, it's been one of my favorite. And it's a self-portrait. But um, maybe you can give us some insight into the depth of what you were thinking and what you were going for there. Give us the artist perspective. Wow. <laughs> okay. Uh, I can't remember the title, but I think the title of the picture here. Normally, when I get it, when when we when we shoot pictures, we 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 give them titles so that the concept is a bit enhanced. Mm -hmm. um, there's still a bit of controversy on this picture uh, between myself and Mark. Mark really? always saying, Mark is saying he's the one who got this picture finally. But um, I also say, you know, it was a self-portrait. You know, I'm the one, so um, I'll, I'll, I'll still honor him for that. Since so Mark's he's, claiming he's, that this picture. <laughs> I'm sure when he saw it lastly, that is such a cool picture. Then says, "I'm the one who took that picture, guys." <laughs> Just to remind <laughs> the world. But um, here we were, we were playing. Uh, I mean, um, um, on the beach and. Um, so I had to remove all my clothes, just to let you know I was naked. And right. the seaweed, all those funny things, that's the seaweed that was around us. So we then put the seaweed. I remember Mark putting all the stuff in my head. Then we'll put the camera at a distance and, and, and it would do like a self, um, 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 I mean, um, uh, mod type of photography. And um, what was the inspiration here? We, we were trying to depict you know, uh, the, the natural surrounding being used by our ancestors in, 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 the, in the form of clothing. And yeah, I, I think it should be called Aborigines, I'm sure. Yeah, you know, I'm sure that's I the think type. Right. Yes. I do remember that. Yes. And, yeah. Um, is that in Mozambique? Yes, this was in Belanclos, uh, in, in, in Mozambique. Yeah. Um, I'd gone there with Mark and James and... Uh, yeah, that's where we, we know we're getting bored, and, and and then we said let's do some conceptual pictures, and that's how we got that picture out. And amazingly, after that, it, it came out in a very artistic way, and uh, a lot of people were so happy to see it. But um, the best part of the picture for myself is the eyes, the facial expression. I was I was serious, and I was looking straight into the lens. That that's where I also get the message. It's quite communicating for me. Yeah, I like this picture. This is my favorite one. But let's take a look at some more. Um, this one is also amazing. I really like this picture. Wow. <laughs> uh, this one is called schizophrenia. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's all about a mental disorder. The, I was trying to project uh, the stresses that people go through in life. Um, yeah. you, you know, there's a lot of things that people go through that we don't know. Hence, the background is a bit, uh, I mean, it's black, just mm -hmm. to portray that um, mood, the dark mood, and, 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 and um, 
the chain there represents lack of uh, social interaction. You you are having these challenges in life. Your your mind is not straight. You are depressed. You are you are confused. Things are not going along, and there's no one again to approach you. You can't even reach out to people. So it's a dedication to mental health around the world. So I was trying to project something along those lines. It's also a personal um, reality in my life with my family and uh, especially on my mother's side. She, she, she had a lot of um, mental stresses. So I was, I was trying to depict that um, by using this image. So talking about your mom and that sort of thing, um let's let's give the photos a, a bit of a break and we'll go back to them but no worries i understand that uh you spent some time in india while your mom was ill yes um she my mom was diagnosed with a, a brain tumor that was right on the brain stem so we went to india for her to be treated um the main agenda there was to get a, on a chemotherapy and as well as radiation type of uh, treatment. Um, mm. So families, friends, people around, they came through and they helped us to uh, go through the whole process. So I stayed in India for about um, 10 months. Uh, I should be That's nine to 10 months. It was That's 10, yeah, nine to 10 months. That's a very long time. And besides, obviously, the, the negative aspect of your mom going through treatment and all the rest of it, what was your experience of India like? Did you, did you like the country? Did you enjoy it? Were you? Uh... It, it, no, it, it, it was quite strange for me to be there. Uh, uh, you know, being, a, being a black person, there were areas where everyone would look, in, like, look at me and I would feel so inferior. <laughs> there were days when uh, I remember one time I went to this village and they were asking to touch my hair. Yeah. And uh, tested this experience back in Africa when we were growing up as well. You would also see a white man and you would wish to touch their skin just to feel what's the difference, how are they going back yeah. there in India? I also experienced that when people they were calling me using names, I, I don't know what that meant, and I didn't want to find out anyway. <laughs> but the other thing was the food, the food was quite strange for me. Um, I think my first two weeks, I, 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 I was burning and then. <laughs> Because of the spices, I couldn't. <laughs> it was so bad, man. I, I would rush into the blue and 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 oh wait, it wasn't it wasn't a good experience. Then I later learned the secret of mixing the foods to yeah. I mean to to prevent all this experience. And again, the, the environment it's it's very hot there, um, and you would find people friendly people. You would find people. Yeah, yeah, you know, I mean, it's quite interesting being in Asia. It, it was quite fun, but again, the agenda there. My mom was sick, so I, I, I couldn't enjoy as much as I could. Uh, yeah, you were my back of your mind, yeah, I suppose. I had so many things to go through, and um, and on that note, I, would, um, I mean, people were so helpful. I had friends, I had families supporting. People running through fake Facebook pages. We were trying to get finances and things were not coming up well. But look, such is life. 
Yeah. But um, on that note of uh, people wanting to touch your hair and stuff and you saying how uh, it was like that when you saw white guys when you were little, when I was uh, doing the, the the rescue operations in Chimani Mani, right. wherever, wherever I landed with a chopper, I got mobbed by kids. They were climbing. <laughs> They were like fascinated because I, I at some of the villages I went to are very remote villages and probably you can say that yes, yes. it could even be the first time they've even seen a white guy. Interesting. It's 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 typically what I went through back there in Asia. It's very that's the exactly I mean experience. So I I had to end up you know stopping and 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 I would allow everyone to come and touch the hair. And then they'll speak in Hindi, and then a friend of mine would then interpret and say, they, they feel like they can easily pull your hair out. It's 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 a bit dry for them. So mm -hmm. the thing by brushing their hand on your hair, it can easily fall. And it it, it was quite fun. And then then we would easily interact from there. And I mean that's a good that icebreak. was the whole point. Yeah. So um is saying uh ha ha touching your hair, and he finds that very funny. Um, <laughs> then uh, said said I don't know if that's a real name Paul if you only knew how my man Brito portrays photos uh, Shakespearean to the tune that most of his photos become so metaphorical they always depict an inner meaning about the second picture I knew it portrayed something around mental health and how it affects the subconscious of the individual um, about the trauma acting scenarios ha brito and team you always outdo yourselves the detail will have the game ranger fainting <laughs> fainting on sight of the graphic nature <laughs> it's you know that that comment uh, uh it's quite interesting paul to 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 know that um we would sometimes do a scenario like what you say to people uh we try and make it real and without even telling the other students in the class that we have just made a scenario and mark is so good with that i've learned that from mark smith and when you call the other students to attend to a scene you just pretend uh, one of your maintenance guys has been cut by a machine let's quickly go there by the maintenance side when they get there half of the class sometimes they cry mm. the blood those wounds exposed you'd see students uh, you know, failing to reach the victim. And you say, guys, come on, come on, come on. We need to get this done. Stop the bleeding, get the bandages. I, I've seen people struggling. Even after the person stands up, you tell them this was a mock drill. They, they still can't contemplate. It's, it's, it's so real. I, that I agree. It, we've, we've also enjoyed. At some point, as much as I would have set the scenario or Mark, I sometimes ask him, is this not real now? <laughs> Well, like that uh, that photo with the where I, where you see me smiling with uh, our colleague all dressed up, I sent that on WhatsApp to a lot of people that day, and I said, "Look, I shot a poacher." <laughs> so, and how was the response? Tell me the, the response. Just tell me the response. <laughs> the response was terrible. They were like, "Why are you sending me this? This is terrible. How could you do this? What the hell have you done?" And uh, and I was like, calm down, it's makeup, you know. I would never talk to somebody in that state and send it on on social media in any way whatsoever. That would be exactly, exactly. Yeah, I, I, you know, I wouldn't do that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Some comments here. Um, uh, uh, you got some love from uh, Google Letu. His creativity wow. is super, super like one. Uh, 
That's very kind. And then uh, Nicholas says, this is truly inspirational. I absolutely adore medicine with such a passion. I would love to spend time out there along um, out there and gather new experiences alongside your scope. I can only imagine the things you see as a paramedic out there where situations must be so dramatically variant and the types of treatments and emergency treatments you give on the site compared to how it's done here in the UK. This is honestly yeah. interesting. I would love to hear more about your career experiences, Brito. Um, and then, uh, interest, uh, this is Mate. Interesting, Brito. I remember our co crocodile bite scenario. We all ran away instead of helping. <laughs> yeah. This was also a real scenario. Thanks, Fulisani, for coming through. Um, it was uh, Great Plains uh, camp in Victoria Falls, um, um, the Mpalajana camp. Mm -hmm. So while they were learning, everyone was quite relaxed and Mark went out again and there was someone operating a boat by the Zambezi River. So he quickly dressed him and he did the thing. Then he came running into the class with his hands are full of blood. And he says, Brito, the guy has been eaten by a croc. And I'm standing there still talking. And then I just say, guys, quickly get out. Let's get our bandages. When they all got to the scene, I think three, four, five guys, including Bulisani himself, they begged off. <laughs> they couldn't say this guy crying. <laughs> it was so emotional. <laughs> it was very emotional, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's uh, you got to have a special stomach to deal with that kind of thing. 100%. And uh, I 100%. suppose. Well, with the more you see it, the more you deal with it. I got, I mean, I, I also got asked a lot how, how, um, one of the common questions I got asked about the cyclone is how do you deal with the traumatic side of it? And I would also ask you the same question. I mean, for me, it's quite different. How do you cope after that, especially your energy levels? How do you tone it down after such an active day, an active month? Well, the thing is, like, what I was telling, you know, because the thing that I, I keep on reiterating whenever I talk to anybody is that because of the adventure sports side and the snakes and the crocodile, catching snakes, catching crocodiles, doing all the, the whitewater stuff, paragliding, hanging from helicopters, people automatically assume this guy must be, like, braver than the average person. Right. Which is not true. I'm actually, I, I'm, a, I'm a wuss. I'm a scared person. I'm a naturally cautious, naturally apprehensive, naturally scared kind of person. Well, I, I, I wouldn't believe that. I wouldn't believe that. <laughs> well, it's true. And, and the thing is, what happens is in a, in a recreational side of things, when the awesomeness outweighs the fear, then you do it anyway. Right. And okay. okay. So like, the epicness of the situation outweighs the fear, so you 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 go for it. That's sort of an oversimplification. But on a on a professional side of things, when you're doing like uh, high angle rescues or or that kind of thing, like what we're doing in uh, in Chimani Mani with the cyclone, right? The importance of getting the job done over the yeah. fear of doing the job, and you get to a point where it's so critical and so important that you forget to be afraid. I would, I, would, I, would, I, would, I would agree with you there as well. And that's yeah, also, I, mean, I think it's so important, like uh, like with your with you and your training in uh, the paramedic side of things, where the, your first thing you teach always is 
ensure your own safety before you try and help someone else. It's very not true. It's not because people don't want to keep themselves safe. It's because your importance of helping somebody starts to override your own fear and your own judgment of your own safety in that situation. So it's and quite to keep that balance and and make sure that you know you just want to do what needs to be done to make sure that person gets gets out and that that everybody else is safe. That you often put yourself in the line of fire or in the line of danger without even realizing. Yes putting yourself in that situation and a lot of the time even in Chimani Mani I got to the end of the day I got back to the to to wherever I was camped out for the night or sleeping and I said I would have this moment of realization and be like holy shit this is what actually happened because in the moment it's so uh things are happening you just just doing what needs to be done that and the and the end of the day, sometimes you sit there like, whoa, this is actually some crazy crap, crazy shit that went down. And I had nights where, like, I won't lie, I cried, I cried myself to sleep because um, I believe in processing the emotion and not holding it. So yeah. process it and get it all out and done with. Then, then it's uh, it doesn't stay and 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 end up being uh, PTSD and trauma that you have to deal with years and years down the line. Just deal with it, get it done. And move on to the next day and keep going, you know. So that's uh, that's how I deal with it. I, I would be interested to know how you deal with seeing that kind of thing all the time. Well, it's 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 we it's, it's quite a simple. Uh, we, we also go through a lot of trauma of which people don't know. You know, the the, the bright side of people is seeing an ambulance wailing through with beacons and people always say it's cool. Hey, look at those guys. They look cool. Check them. They're putting on eye-catching uniforms, all this stuff. But um, the stresses that we, we we literally go through are worse than they can be imagined. We You sometimes attend to a road accident that is full of people that you know, people that you relate to, friends, relatives. You sometimes get there and this is... Your neighbor, you know, he's already dead. He's, 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 he's stuck in that car. So, and when we get home, all those memories, like you said, they they, they start playing. You you get this break. I mean, mental uh, uh, trauma that, that 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 puts you down. And yeah, and and the other way that we've learned to deal with this is is to employ counselors within the organizations. You you certainly need real counseling after such uh, cases. But again, there is this energy that comes from nowhere. Uh, apart from getting in that call, you, you still, you're still eager to go for another call. It's a new call, it's different, and the fact that you can save somebody's life, that passion, that being there, it, it helps you to, I mean, gain a lot of energy levels, and, and the day keeps going like that. Mm. All right. I just want to say uh, to everybody watching, thank you for being here. If you are, have any more questions, just keep dropping your questions into the comments and we'll address whatever we can. Um, yeah, we are very happy to have your interaction and input. Uh, it's great to hear uh, what you guys think in this situation. And if you hear anything and you've got your own perspective on it, chuck it in the comments as well and we'll be happy to to um, address it. We've And on that, we've just got a big... A big comment from Said Said, Said Said. I'm not sure how to say it. Um, if I butcher your name when I'm doing this, I apologize. It's, uh, um, but this is 
let's see, uh, emergency response calls for, for one to have guts so strong due to the graphic part of and the need of urgent for urgency most of the time, especially in trauma. In Brito's circle, there is a lot that is involved for his own safety in response to these wild scenes and the urgency of most of these types of cases. Animal attacks have the same mechanism of injury like motor vehicle accidents. They call for alertness and fast thinking. But above everything, it really in, entails stress and burnout on the responding individual. But with time, your own adrenaline drives you and nothing beats the feeling after you help someone. That's the truth. Very true. I agree with him. Very true. <laughs> then Vus is like, uh, you had to bring in the fancy smart uniform because Ace has a great uniform. Eh? I have to admit... <laughs> Uniform is something to be jealous of, and I was I was always jealous of you guys wearing your hats. <laughs> Please talk to Mark. He's he's got plenty of those. You you I'm um, you I'm sure he'll gladly give you more. <laughs> and the other thing that's really nice are the are the helmets used by the helicopter crew. The helmets, yeah. yes, yeah, yeah, yes. Um, apart from them looking so cool it's also for safety and you know those hours spending the noise on the helicopter and you really need something that covers your ears and that protects you at the same time in case of anything yeah but um we have had people commenting about them saying can we use this for for our bikes and i mean it's quite different i'm sure <laughs> yeah um we take a look at some more photos So this is a nice photo that I was uh, wanting to talk about. Tell us about this one. Right, this is um, this is this is my recent um, uh, 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 photo uh, conceptual image that we did through the lockdown. I think it was on the the second um, um, uh, lockdown and. Um, it, it, it has a cultural background. The title of the uh, picture is called Bula Sangoma. For the developed mm -hmm. speaking people, they would understand that uh, we used to have a song back in the days, Bula Sangoma, uh, So Bula Sangoma, Sangoma is our traditional healers. You know, we are looking forward to get their advices about things that harass us in our daily lives, like sickness, to get promotion at work, uh, you know, to protect yourself from the evil spirits. We look up into these people called Sangomas. But in this image, if you look carefully, you'll see by the corner there, uh, there's some pile of books uh, that represent the, the, the confusion because we're in the COVID now. The first question that I ask myself is, what are the African traditional healers doing about the COVID-19? And interesting enough, we're to give our model a mask just to portray that this is beyond their supernatural powers. They are also afraid of this COVID pandemic, but they are also confused at the same time. They are trying to approach the ancestors and find out, do we really have an answer? To an extent that they've also included uh, a library close by to try and, 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 and find if there's a recipe that we can actually use and convince our people that this is gonna end we are ready to treat everyone, we are ready to heal everyone. So it's a controversial image. This is uh, traditional medicine versus modern uh, medicine. And the light there represents a Western ideology of, of, of fortune tellers. So there's that uh, a comparison and, and confusion. And if you look at the eyes of the model, she's 
she's she's not sure of what she's doing. That's the effect of COVID in, in, into our lives um, in, in regards to this uh, image, Pula Sangoma. Who is the model? The model is um, it's a beautiful young lady. We stay close by. Her name is called Thingy. Uh, she's doing very well in the music in the music industry. Yeah, I, I filmed the, her music. She's the that's that's the girl. That's the girl. Then yeah. yeah, yeah, she's cool. I enjoyed I enjoyed working with her. I was also happy. She she was eager to be part of this shot, and I said to her, "Your hair is is what has attracted us to to make you to be part of this image." She was hundred percent willing, and when I hooked. When I hooked up with her, it was soon after she released her single um, uh, song Dela. So I said to her, "Look, you, 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 you are slowly getting into this industry. We would also want to promote you by shooting a conceptual picture with you, so that you gain the mileage as you go up as well. People would actually easily link up with you." Um, so she's the girl. Oh, excellent! Yeah, because uh, yeah. that for those who didn't see last week, um, I was. Uh, I was chatting to uh, Smokey P, Prince Dube, and uh, yeah, he produced the music. so well together. Exactly. Uh, Smokey was singing, doing wonders. Um, yeah. I did the drone footage for her music video. So that's quite cool to see. Uh, <laughs> it's all quite tying in together, isn't it? Just the same world, man. Yeah. All right, let's take a look at another one. Here we've got. The, oh, where'd he go? We got the man himself. I can tell this is Mark just by the way he stands. <laughs> Very true. That's Mark there. <laughs> I think he's one of the leading models in my conceptual pictures. And whenever I, I carry a camera, he runs behind me and says, Brito, please, please, let's let's do something. Let's do something. <laughs> I'm enjoying this. Um, the first few days when we started, I was um, I felt I I just fell in love with the way you would actually come through, and you know, um, he's such a cool guy. Whenever I tell him what to do, raise your hand, look up, look down, he's he's, he's very easy to 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 follow, and and he makes it quite interesting. So the image that we are seeing now is called suffocation. Uh, we shot this in Mozambique again. Uh, um, I'm, I'm very controversial when it comes to pictures. I don't believe in pictures where we use makeup, where we shoot beautiful pictures. I, I, I have a different view when it comes to pictures. I, I, I want pictures that talk, pictures that make you wonder what is happening. So this is an image. Also, I was going against the, 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 the rules of photography. Normally, they would say you the third law whatever in the books but i went against and i to put my subject on the far corner as well just to be creative and just to ch challenge the norms of the world again covering his face was just to depict that he's he's not normal there he's, he's getting suffocated um not only suffocation in terms of uh i mean cutting into the lungs but this is uh it could be social suffocation it could mean a lot depending on how you interpret it as well. Mm -hmm. I, I like that image. Yes, I like that image. Yeah. Um, then there's one here that is uh, especially uh, interesting to me because of the things I'm interested in. 
Um, maybe you can, you can tell us about this one. Aha! <laughs> Paul, you, you, you need to know the history behind here, but uh, I, I hope James is watching, so, and Mark as well. We did this picture in uh, Manapools. Okay. Uh, so what you see behind there, it's actually a white sheet, you know, um, a, a white sheet bed. I don't know whether they call it a sheet bed or a bed sheet. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, we took one from one of the tents and uh, the bosses were not happy. We had to, you know, uh, I mean, open it up. And then while we were doing a game drive, that's where we picked up that old skull of a crocodile. So when I saw the skull, my brains were twisting around. I said to Mark, we can get a picture out of that thing. And the, the simplest way is to think about it. And we spent the whole day trying to think how best we can get a pic. And then one morning we said, you know what? It's so simple. Let's do it this way. Mark, I want you to put your hand inside this croc's mouth. And then let's use the, uh, the, the background as the white sheet. So James was actually holding the sheet. And Mark was behind, and he had to put his hand, and then it came out through the crocodile's mouth. And then I remember we had to ask for, I mean, for tomato sauce from the kitchen. We had to sprinkle some tomato sauce there. Uh, yeah, this is how the image came out like. And the name of this image is called trauma. Trauma meaning severely injured. But I love the contrast of an, of an old skull of a crocodile, which is bony, and a fresh hand, which is oozing blood. I mean, th this is where I enjoy this type of photography. This is where I, 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 I feel myself and friends supporting this, that we, we are creating things out of this world. And that's the whole concept at the end of the day, to make people think, to make people see the, the adventure out of playing around. Uh, and a lot of people have come to me and said, you're a paramedic and you do these kind of pictures. How do you combine this? I've said to people, simple. It's how easy it is. Mm. Sorry, to put on something. We took this picture uh, a week after we had that incident in Victoria Falls of the croc. Um, and I remember people coming to us and saying, were you making fun of this? Uh, and we had to tell them, no, this was a week earlier than if it was shot after the incidents, then we could be wrong. But we shot this before the incident. That's the uh, sad part on that uh, scenario. But look, it's yeah, still out there. And on her honeymoon. No, uh, the boy by the Vic Force Brewery, you know. Um, um, oh, yeah, that one. I know. Yeah. I was, I was. Yes. Uh, first on the scene after uh while it while it was happening because i was actually yeah. i i had been i was managing the croc cage diving shortly before that i had just left them okay okay <laughs> yeah that was yeah. uh brian the zambia so when i heard yeah. it i raced straight there to go and help um uh my mind's gone blank how can i forget his name yeah Anyway, but Brian arrived about five minutes after I did and took over, so that was fine. But um, we've got a couple of nice comments here as well. Uh, going back to your Bula Sangoma picture, you've got um, from Google Air that pic best represents how worldwide the virus has been. 
Thanks, Google. Then uh, Norm Tandazo says, very nice photo. It says a lot without saying any words. Very inspirational. And then uh, Said said, or Said Said, I don't quite know who that is or how that's said. Um, always with nice big comments. Rito, the way you the, the way you dissected the deep meaning of that picture, Bula Sangoma, is epic, bro. Do you even listen to yourself and get to understand how much good you are at this art photography? The concept and the idea behind combined with the passion of the photographer has me thinking of hanging one of your works in the Smithsonian Museum and caption it. Wow. <laughs> That's so cool. Then Hannah Brown, if I remember correctly, she said she was from the USA. She right. says, love with your artwork, your photography sparks the soul and tells a story. I hope to one day work with you. There's lovely interpretations of your photographs. <laughs> Vusa, poor Mark is the model of choice. Hashtag great team. <laughs> I just am so proud that I never, uh, I never got to to be a model with you or have any photos done with you. We we tried to organize at one stage, but something we happened. Were, there's a time. There's a time when we spoke about it. I remember. There's a time when we said we need to shoot something, and I think we came. We became so busy, and we we couldn't get our ourselves together. But. Uh, I remember you were going to, we, we wanted to do a crazy one. It was going to yeah. be a crazy one with you. Yeah. And then, uh, then uh, Burisani is saying, in our community of Victoria Falls town, Brito has always been an inspiration towards career building and diversity. He motivated me to follow through my career and be a role model like him, not only in Vic Falls, but in Zim. We nicknamed each other master, meaning master of our trade and profession. His photographic skills are going beyond master level. Awesome, Brito. Thanks, Bulisan. He's, he's, I also aspire on what he does. This guy is a pro guide and he's done so well. I, uh, very good. It's it's amazing, Brito. I aspire to one day have people talk of me in such positive light like they are of you. It's a, it's a wonderful, wonderful thing to be able to spread this kind of positivity and have this kind of impact on, on your community. Uh, you should be very proud of yourself. Thank you so much. I also... I would like to admit, you know, it's it's all because of such friends around you, such people. They make you grow. They'll tell you where you're going wrong. They'll still, they'll also motivate you where you're doing right. So I'm sure it's a building uh, a community. So Paul, you, you've also done so well. We have seen your works. And everyone out there is doing his best, and I'm sure. And we all just need that opportunity to be heard, opportunity to be seen. We still need to believe in ourselves that we can do amazing things. So. I'm also shouting out to everyone. Thank you so much. It's all because of you guys. We're pushing on to an hour already, and um, I don't want to take it too long. So I'd like to do a couple more photos. And um, when, if, if there's any more questions, any more input anybody wants to drop in the comments, please go for it. We'll address whatever we can. Um, but in the meantime, we'll, uh, we'll go over a couple more pictures talk a little bit more and then we'll start winding it up and uh, saying good night to everybody. So um, very kind. Uh, Val Chikali said, uh, we already do, Paul. Thank you, Val. That's very kind. Uh, uh, Ephilda or Epilda, lovely picture, Brito, uh, have a true meaning behind. Keep up the good work. Thanks, Effie. And then, oh, <laughs> Then we've got uh, Togoloshi Zim. Wow. <laughs> Brito artist must become more famous than Romero Brito, the Brazilian pop artist. 
<laughs> so make him famous. Um, so do you do you sell any prints of these by any chance? To... You know what? Uh, to be honest with you, Paul, I haven't uh, been into the market of selling these pictures. Um, I've, I've had a lot of people coming to me and say, why don't you display them? Why don't you have like a... a, a, a a museum, whatever, a gallery where you can post them. And it's been uh, difficult for me uh, in terms of the finances of printing these type of art. And uh, so I've just said, look, whenever I'm going to be sacred enough to try and print them, uh, I'll still get that chance of printing them and, and, and putting them if people really want them. But it wasn't really an idea of myself to, to sell them. I've, I've just enjoyed this type of an art to an extent that I'm, I'm, I'm still happy having them around. My Facebook walls, Instagram walls, but surely I'll be happy in the future to see them hanging on the wall so that I can even touch them with my so, own hands. So on that note, if you want to, I can help you set up something because I can sell them through my Facebook shop and we'll work out how to do something. But we'll discuss that uh, afterwards on the logistics on how we do it. No um, problem. I'll be happy. I'll be happy, Paul. I'll be very happy with that. Cool. Um, then uh, another comment we've got here is uh, from CISA. And CISA yes. was just um, about just before Prince. Two, two weeks yes. ago. Yeah, she was two weeks back, yeah. yeah. Um, so says Brito, my love for photography took a new, uh, a different twist when I met you. And those few minutes you took to explain aperture exposure in your eye of a camera open and close led me to greatly appreciate my DSLR. All thanks to you, selfless and ever looking to assist. My prayer is that you remain humble and watch your talent take you to the ends of the earth and beyond. Much love, my brother. Wow, <laughs> That's a beautiful comment. Yeah, thank you, sister Mambo. This is going to make me cry. <laughs> uh, Val Chikali says, uh, you need to publish a book. So I'm guessing that's a coffee table type book with your photos in it. Again, that's something we can chat about at another stage. Said, yeah. uh, said, with Paul and his adrenaline rush type of activities, Brito, you ought to do one crazy photography with him. <laughs> jumps before you perfect shot. <laughs> <laughs> very simple. <laughs> Saying so that I owe you that. Yeah. Uh, Norma says it's time for an exhibition. Yeah, that would be good, I reckon. Perfect. Um, and since it's one day I will get a chance to graduate from being Brito's EMS student to photography model. <laughs> and uh, we'll say again. Uh, synergies, I like where, synergies, I like where this is going. You need to make money from your passion, Brito. You are that good, bro. Thank you, Vosa. Thank you. So, another great photo. This one is exactly as you described, where it's a raw picture that tells a million stories. I love this photo. Tell us about it. Wow. Uh, first, I, I would like to thank the model there. That's um, my, my my sister there, Vicky. Uh, she was so keen when I told her about the passion of taking these weird type of pictures. She she came out and said, Brito, we are taking that too. Um, I enjoyed that picture on the fact that there is that flame and, 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 and her face is behind the flame. But basically, 
this was uh, 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 a dedication to the coronavirus again. The, the, the lockdowns have been so long to us that we felt we are not doing anything. So I said, let's just do a behind the scenes type of a picture or something in the backyard. So she's, she's representing a female doctor, um, a gender role in the African context that our women, as, as much as they would be working professional jobs, they still assume the roles as soon as they get home. So she's a frontline uh, a, a doctor working very hard when this pandemic came through, you know, it was so busy in the hospital. But when she gets home, she's forced again to cook for the family. She's forced to cook for the husband. She's breaking the fire. Carrying the stethoscope means she's on standby anytime she can be called. So I was trying to appreciate uh, women in, in, in the medical field as, as well as the contributions that they are also doing back uh, in our home. So this is a dedication to our, all our female doctors, um, especially in Africa, as well as around the world, in Africa in the context that they will still assume those roles as soon as they get home. So, yeah, it's it's this was shot, I think, a month ago. Yeah. Amazing. I love it. I, I love it, yeah. Just as a little tribute to CISA, there you can see Brito and CISA together in the field doing some uh, guiding work of some sort. Um, yeah. Right, we move on quickly to another great photo. Um, I mean, they're all great. This is, this is the problem with this, is that when they're all great, it's just, I don't know which ones to choose, so I'm just going through them. You should get one of your favorite. Tell us about this this one is called Skywalker. It's basically an upside down pic. I got the inspiration on Instagram. I had seen a similar kind of a picture and I felt I could challenge myself and shoot one. This was shot at uh, Woodlands, which is uh, basically um, uh, a safari area, which is outside Big Falls Airport. So um, the model, there is a close friend of mine called Ishmael. And um, the best part of the picture is the farmer shoe. I like those shoes there. <laughs> and and yeah, it's one picture that has made people think when whenever I show them, they look at me and they look at the picture and they wonder, are you the one who did this shot? And I always show them the other pictures behind the scenes and they, then they get convinced. Yeah. It's one of my favorites. I'd say it's one of my favorites. And the title is called Skywalker. Skywalker. It's 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 just a creative picture. I don't know if there is a meaning there. I mean, anyone can add whatever they feel is attached to that great image. I love it. I like it. That's great. I also like it. Let's, okay, I think one more photo. Show. Sure. <laughs> Let's tell everybody who's watching. Um, this is the last photo I'm going to show. So drop a comment and let us know which one you like the most. Um, yeah. This is your favorite photo. And give us a reason why if you like to. Um, but yeah, this is the last photo. Go for it, Brito. So this one was shot in Simwenge. Uh, Simwenge is a, a fishing camp uh, that is owned by uh, Housesteads. Um, it's right at the Deca by the Zambezi River. So. When we're setting up the camp, myself, um, 
James, Mark and friends, we went down for fishing and then there was this old man by a lonely island, you know, um, and, and he was fishing on himself. He's an old madala. Then James says, guys, why don't we just do a sundowner and let's meet that old madala. His name is called Jairos. So we went to the island and then when we got there, we took out our cooler boxes where our drinks were. And Mark quickly grabbed um, the Sprite and he gave that Sprite to him. And he was so humbled. You know, I saw this old man thanking and, and by when he opened the can, the first sip that he took, I had my phone with me. I just saw a picture right there and I quickly snapped that picture uh, when he was, I mean, taking that sip. Um, and I later on realized this is quite a good picture. And, you know, that title from Sprite, Obey Your Test. I, I think that's the title of that picture. I, I, it went straight into my mind and, and we tagged it. And uh, what, get, what got me uh, thinking more is, you know, you can see the, 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 the skin texture and, 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 and you can see, I mean, the, the throats, everything uh, receiving that cool drink. I, I, I knew this was a blessing for him. He could have been, I mean, thirsty for quite some time. He's trying to catch fish. And there we are giving him something sweet, something refreshing. And that's how the picture came from. For people who are not from Zim, from outside and maybe the UK and stuff, who take this kind of thing for granted, uh, when you live in the middle of like rural, rural, rural Zim, a, a sprite is a luxury. It's yes. not you just drink every day. It's not something you just make yes. cold. Exactly. Sprite. Thank you. Yes. It's more of a Thank luxury. You. There'll be no electricity. There'll be no fridges. There'll be no nothing. So if an ice cold drink of any form is a luxury, and what's more, it's a it's a it's a soft drink. It's not water. So to understand the level of of um um. What is the word I'm looking for? The level of novelty that to have a sprite for this this guy must have been, and the level of yeah. appreciation that he would have shown as a result. You wouldn't, you can't understand it unless you've come from that area or seen or, or been in that sort of environment. Exactly. Yeah. Um, actually says uh, this one is very emotional. Somehow I don't know why, but it is. But I also I feel it too. I understand exactly what you mean. Yeah, it is emotional. You know, it's very emotional. And um, you, to Vusa, I know Vusa is with us here. Vusa, this was shot on an iPhone. Vusa is always against me using my phone to take pictures. <laughs> so this was shot on an iPhone just to remind Vusa. <laughs> um, Val Chikali says her favorite uh, is the Lady Sangoma with the world and books in the skull with the, with the hand and the suffocation. And now this one with the poor man. So she likes all your photos, basically. <laughs> Thank you both for a great live. So inspiring, Brito. You you awesome. Keep at it. That's great. Thank uh, you, Samu. Mo De. My favorite one is the female doctor coming back home from work and going straight to preparing meals for the family, still clothed in work uniform. This is real life realities, whereas a woman I can very much relate. The picture is so original and eye-catching. Great work, Brito. Um Nomalanga, I love the skull with the hand. It's definitely time to turn your passion into dollars. 
Thank you, Noma. Noma is always on me on that. She's always saying, Peter, we need to make money. I work for this. Ha, ha, ha. Um, right, so last photo is what I'm going to leave everybody with. And the reason I'm going to do that is because this photo is a pure depiction of how I know Brito and how um, how he exudes positivity, energy, and, um, and uh, just light into the world. And here you can see him with a new life in his hands with that smile that I've experienced many, many, many times. <laughs> <laughs> no ways, Paul. You don't need to put that picture. Uh, uh, where's Mark? Mark should see this. <laughs> hey, man, you got me there. You got me there. <laughs> really, you got me there. Interesting. <laughs> so with that in mind, Brito, is there any specific impact or message that you want to leave with the world? One day when you're no longer here, how do you want to be remembered? And what 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 um, what lasting impression would you like to leave on others that uh, that encounter you in life? Uh, truly, my 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 message, Paul, to everyone is: the brain is very creative. The brain can achieve a lot of things. You know those silly things that you think sometimes. As long as it's moral, as long as it is something that is accepted, you can still come out and be the best using that. What I'm simply saying here is the talent that we have, the passions that we have around us, they make us grow and they make us live the life to the fullest. Again, let's not remember, I mean, let's not forget our friends, our families. I am where I am today because of so many people in my career uh, from paramedics. I won't forget people like Tobe Sifelani, Elias Nekatambe, Stanley Nkata, Letubu Moyo. There are so many friends that have met me to be why. I am today, Max Smythe, James Austed. Um, photography, I've met a lot of friends. I'm now getting interested in guiding. There are so many guides around me. So you just have to live with positive people around you. Uh, and let's not forget again our weaknesses. You know, you don't need to run away from your weaknesses, but build on them. Um, I would also want to say when I'm gone, people should remember that uh, the last thing that they should remember about me is i'm just this guy who is crazy when it comes to pictures as much as people think i'm professional i'm not <laughs> sometimes i feel i'm playful and i feel i'm not really serious so you can actually get a lot of my other side of my character through my picture so let's live life simple let's let's enjoy it as it comes without stressing ourselves this would be my typical message to everyone and remember to cherish relationships yeah, relationships are very, very important. Walk up with people, live around people, stay with people, connect with people, love people, stay with people, be around people. Um, to add to that, the old saying, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. Um, with people, true. That's yeah. very true. I agree with that. Uh, something that Wulisani said here is something, he said, uh, be a master of your trade are the words I'll remember. And um what the, the 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 one person that i really look up to in 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 life often says be so good that they can't ignore you that's uh that's beautiful wise words uh said said is saying paul i'm waiting to be a part of some bear girls type of survival course from you 
I've taught survival courses for seven years in Vic Falls. Where were you? We have to put something together. We'll do a, a, a bit of a course for friends and uh, friends and colleagues. Maybe Ace exactly. and put together a survival. Exactly. Course. Come and run it, and 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 also do some crazy conceptual pics. <laughs> um, and Vusa saying, use things and love people because the opposite won't work. That's the truth, right there. Yes, yes, yes. Right. On that note, I think it's time to wrap up because we've gone over the hour, and just shows how time flies when you're having fun, isn't it? Right. Thank. Oh, I really appreciate this time. I'm so honored. And thank you, everyone, for checking on us, or for those beautiful comments. Uh, it's, it's been great. It's so nice to hear your positive words towards us. I appreciate you. Um, it's, it's, it's because of you guys uh, why we are all here. And Paul, you are doing a good job. Um, I know Vic Falls will never be the same for what you are doing. Well done, and keep it up. We really appreciate what you have done here. Thanks, buddy. And uh, yeah, it's been a pleasure. And thank you for taking the time. Um, <laughs> check Vusa. <laughs> Sunday. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's a wrap. Good night, everybody. Thank you for coming. It's been a great one. I really enjoyed myself. Take care. We'll catch you next week. Same time, same place, different guest. And, um, Oh, yes, just uh, as I always say at the end of all of these, if you know of anybody that would like to be a guest or you think would be interesting and would like to have a chat, let them inbox me. Let's get the, the ball rolling. I've got quite a few people lined up and on the list at the moment, so we're not yeah. short of anybody. But if you want to get right. involved, please do. It doesn't matter where you're from. It doesn't matter what you do. The whole idea is to talk about different things and, and bring different perspectives and different views and different um, ideas and different um, everything to 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 light. So let's chat. Let's have a good time. Perfect. Good night. Good night, everyone. Good. Thank you. Thanks, Paul.